0: Casuea, Pulisic rolls it in, Tim Hello and welcome to this episode of Foreign Football. My name is Nolan Hemet and alongside me is my co-host, whose family is from the soccer ball to Italy's boot. I'm talking about Sicily, of course. Welcome to the show, Joe How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you. Well, we got some uh, some things to discuss today after Wales versus United States. Disappointing draw to kick off USA's campaign in the World Cup. Goal by Tim Way was nice, and a penalty from Gareth Bale, not so nice. Uh, sees the U.S. feeling like they dropped some points after their first game. Let's talk about the lineup quick. Solid lineup. I was surprised that it wasn't bad. No, I liked it. Yeah. I, I mean, after weeks, you know of people
1: speculating especially in the in the past week i mean once once the roster finally got dropped and we saw you know these were going to be the 26 guys that you know were on the trip to qatar everybody was dropping like okay who's going to be starting what's the formation who's going to be the nine who's going to be on the wings and i think that ultimately he made the the Burhalter made the correct decisions when you look at the lineup you're like okay he deserves to be there you know, I, when, when you're looking at goalkeeper, Turner, that's correct. Um, Dest, Zimmerman, Reem, Robinson, at least going into the game, I think everybody was like, you know what? Good, good call there. Yep. You know, there's no immediate mistake. Same thing midfield, Moose and McKenney Adams, great. And then Pulisic Sargent, Wea. You got two great wingers. Sargent's a great number nine, you know, or, well, he's a number nine. We'll, we'll put he's it that way. Number nine. He, we had a number nine on the field. Uh, Allegedly, Mm -hmm. um, but you know, but besides that, like, I really think that it was a lineup that you look at and you're like, wow, I'm I'm actually excited. You know, there's no initial obvious mistakes, and so
0: I was I was very excited. Nothing really to complain from the lineup from Greg Berhalter. Berhalter, Usually, we have one or two complaints, but in the first half, I mean, the implemented game plan that that Greg Berhalter had, we looked good. We yeah. looked really good in that first half. I mean, barring the past two games in September, we looked we looked good. Some could say we looked great against that first half against Wales. There was there was so much to be happy about. I mean, yeah. I will be the first to admit,
1: and we have we have evidence from the last episode. I was not optimistic, you know, going into this tournament after seeing the friendlies, after seeing how many games we've played uh and just looked poor mm. um i was not expecting us to go into a game against wales and dominate and have more possession and look dangerous in attack from various you know different parts of the pitch um but then we went out there and McKenney, Musa and Adams were just they were all over the place the, you know M- McKenny was touching the 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 sideline quite often and he was getting up he was getting back he was getting you know all these all these things tyler adams was a workhorse in midfield he was allowing absolutely everything else to go on just because he was so spectacular defensively Polisic looked good Sargent kind of struggled to to get into the game a bit but my god the story of the first half was timothy weah yeah absolutely He, he was fantastic there was nothing wrong with what he did absolutely nothing he was a Brilliant,
0: brilliant performance. Yeah, Tim Weah was, was uh, definitely a guy that was highlighted for sure. Uh, you know, one could speculate it could have been Giorena or Tim Weah starting for that that spot, but Tim Weah showed up today. And uh, I really love the fact that he he's sticking to what he's really good at is is on that right side. He's able to, when he gets the ball, he's able to take on his defender 1v1 and for a large majority of the time he was successful in doing so you know I love how he in the Mexico game in, in um, the qualifying campaign with the man in the mirror goal he does the same thing when when uh, in the sixth minute when uh, that had to come he uh, crosses into Rodan and it was almost on own goal but you know he, he sets up against one on one against his defender and he's so quick on the ball that he's able to do a little hesitation and, and fake fake out his defender and then get on the, the the jump right away and he's able to find that space down the um the box and he's able to get find a find a shot and and find or find a, a cross and usually Polisic's Polisic or Aronson or whoever's there. But it was just really strong start from from way and he didn't turn it off really the entire time and he's rewarded with that uh, pretty great goal that he has where Sergeant or a uh, Polisic gets it to Sergeant, Sergeant gets it to Polisic again. That cre- clears the space for Weya to go into the box or the the middle. Wea recognizes that there's space there. He finds the space. Polisic drives up and then a perfect way to pass from uh, Polisic to, uh, to Weah, and it's just a just a great goal from a great team goal for the for the attacking half and uh, really set up the USA. I was like, okay, well, it's time to really put this put the put the pedal of the metal now and let's let's get some more goals here because I thought that was going to happen. You know, like the first half was was really dominant from from the USA. and I didn't really I didn't. I kind of expected that because that's how Wales likes to play. They they'll give you the possession because they're they're really great defensively. But it was kind of concerning if if you look back how when the corners that we had or the crosses that we had weren't getting to the right guys. uh, The 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 break that we had from Wales' goal was was really was great was the you know the best chance we had when we put it away. But Wales were able to structure that defense really well and against guys like who uh, or against guys like Pulisic and and you know that you add a little bit of where Pulisic hasn't had the great the greatest game and he doesn't hasn't had the greatest crosses I mean the signs of a uh, Welsh kind of blockade were in the midst for the uh, second half for sure
1: yeah I I just I really think that first off I I do want to say that goal that way scored was there there's some intricacies that I think a lot of people won't necessarily notice at first glance the touch that he had the way that he took it and the way he you know positioned his body as he was taking the touch and setting himself up for that shot he made it look like he was going to take it first time making the keeper you know go to ground making the keeper commit to one decision he made the defender make a decision And now the both of them are on their heels, and he can sneak that ball away. It was a brilliant, brilliant little piece of uh, individual skill that doesn't really look like a skill. It it was like a control and shoot with the outside of his right foot in stride. But for a a charging defender, for a charging goalkeeper to try to read that um, is really, really difficult, and he pulled it off perfectly so credit to him for that um but unfortunately we had a, a dismal display in the second half we we went into the into the break up 1-0 looking the better side i think completely there was very little going for wales at all in that first half um and we went into the second half and there was a uh, Clint Dempsey and Landon Donovan both agreed that you should absolutely push for a second. The winner of that game, the the game would be won by a second goal was what they were referring to. And they both agreed it was it was and I think a lot of people watching also were like, yeah, no absolutely get a second goal. Put put some guys forward, keep this pressure up and keep going at Wales, get that second goal and put this game to bed. And unfortunately, it looks like Burhalter had the complete opposite decision and just decided, okay, we'll let them come at us. And while there were still some good attacks, there was nothing as promising as in the first half. It was a complete tale of two halves. The the team that showed up in the first half was nowhere near as good as the team that showed up in the second half. And there were some mistakes as we we saw later on, unfortunately, with the, the Zimmerman uh, mistake that, that led to the penalty kick. Um, but I think a lot of the team should share responsibility, not just you know an individual player, Zimmerman, whatever. I think you have to look at um, Berhalter. You have to look at um, some of the other players defensively that allowed those mistakes to go unchecked, unchallenged.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wales is... Change at halftime was definitely one of okay. Well, let's just let them deal with. Let's just let them have the ball for the first half, see how they play. And then in the second half, they were able to get a lot of the attacking chances that the U.S. kind of wanted to get those in the in the first half. the The Wales Wales team was really able to get a lot more forward. Um, They were yes, the U.S. did still have some chances, but. It was clear that a shift had been made in the uh, the momentum, you could say. And with bringing, like they brought out Kiefer Moore off the bench, six foot five, two hundred ten pounds. I mean, not much you can do against that if if uh, if you got you know a corner kick or something, and and he almost does get a goal. And then uh, uh, Turner has to make that acrobatic save. Um, I can't remember who it comes off of. Is that Rodan or some? But, yeah, but you could tell that the tides kind of turned and there was a different shift happened that in the second half that uh, the the U.S. wasn't not prepared for, but they paid for it. And uh, it, it kind of came to a head when, when Zimmerman made that interesting decision to uh, go through Gareth Bale in the box to try to get the ball. Pretty clear penalty. And uh, Gareth Bale does Gareth Bale things and he does a cannonball. Right through the hands of Matt Turner, who guessed right, did everything right, but you know it's a rocket ship coming at you. Can't really stop that from Gareth Bale, and it's one one. And the next thing you know, it's the whistle's been blown. So I'm curious your thoughts on the
1: on the subs that were introduced in the second half. We had Brendan Aronson, we had uh, Haji Wright, mm-hmm. uh, DeAndre Edlin, Kellen Acosta, and then finally late in the match, Jordan Morris. And mm-hmm. I'll I'll preface this with the notable admission of
0: one Gio Reyna, and how that decision came about. Interesting call. Um, I don't necessarily hate the the shout for. I mean, obviously, everyone knows in the stadium that Brennan Erren is going to be coming on. It's it's clear and easy for to for him to come on for McKinney, especially if you want that extra boost in the in the uh, in the attack. Arrington's going to provide that 100. percent We've talked about this before, especially because McKinney's on a yellow card at that point. DeAndre Yedlin comes in for Dest. Dest not having the best game. Um, he every time his defensive skills, yes they're okay, yes they're maybe not great, um, especially against Dan James. But he every time he wanted, he had the ball. Every time he was trying to drive forward. Unlike Anthony Robinson, who was able to get behind most times and able to find space wide open, Dest, I guess, wanted to drive through other Welsh players. And most of the time, he was pretty unsuccessful doing that, as one is when they try to drive through a Welsh defender. But DeAndre Yedlin, you know, I, everyone kind of saw that coming. You know, Dest is going to get off. De, De, DeAndre Yedlin going to come on. DeAndre Yedlin, De, I don't have anything really against DeAndre Yedlin, not the— i mean there's not really anything you can really highlight that Deandre ledden really did really great i mean his crossing was okay but it's again that welsh back line they bring everybody back and that's how they defend those uh, crosses from the u.s and most of the time it's it's successful when you've got tall guys like kiefer moore who's gonna literally find everything like a radar dish but uh yeah, the the interesting bit with was Haji Wright, and the interesting bit was uh, no Giorena in the second half. So, not sure why Jordan Morris was called up over Giorena. That's just how Greg Berhalter saw it fit. He maybe thought that there was a, some physicality that he could bring to the table to get that goal into the into the back of the net in the in those late stages of the game. I mean, just. But do you really want to sacrifice the amount of, of talent and the amount of ball control and the amount of skill that Gio Reyna brings to the table? That's clearly a lot higher than what Jordan Morris can for a physical guy who, let's face it, didn't really do much in this game at all. I don't know. I'm not sure what, what Greg Poulter's decision making was for that. But, you know, we we move on and uh, we get a point. But, you know, things, questions, other questions can be asked for that for sure. And so moving on. Next game,
1: England. Uh, we take on on Black Friday. Um, I mean, they were they were unbelievable mm-hmm. earlier this morning. I'm, sc- I'm scared. Yeah, as, I think as we should be six two against Iran, um, and I hope this isn't um, completely wrong to say. I didn't think that Iran was terrible in this match. I thought that England just was fantastic. And I know that they, they scored six goals, obviously, but their, ex, their XG, their expected goals in the match, was only about two and a half. So they massively outperformed their XG. But I think that that's just, that, that just shows the capabilities of this England squad. They are that good that they can do this. And the easiest way that I, I really wrap my head around this fixture, this result, the U.S. could never score six goals in Iran. Nope. The U.S. could never do what England did to Iran. And while, yes, um, they were obviously the, the head and shoulders, the better side, and I don't think many people went into that game and gave Iran a chance. But, man, it is really difficult to look at that England side and say that we have a shot now. Um, I, I really think that over the course of one day, and I know that's how these tournaments go, but we are now playing for second. There is there is nothing. If we can maybe maybe get a point against England, I think that could be helpful. But when you are fighting against the likes of Iran and and uh, Wales, who also you know are going to be playing against each other, that's yeah, it's a really really tricky game to play. Uh, and it it just it looks like England is going to walk through this group nine points. Score about 90 goals and just be, head and shoulders, the best team and walk right through, Um, which we should have seen probably, but I think a lot of us were optimistic. This England team is just so good that we can't have the defensive mistakes that we did today, you know, a a Zimmerman uh, penalty kick. I think that is the difference between here it was a win and a tie, against England, it's going to be a tie and a loss, you know? That's going to be the difference there. And so those little errors, those little lapses in judgment, the the inexperience coming through, um, that's going to be where uh, Bukayo Saka or Jack Grealish or Harry Kane, if he's playing, uh, I know that there are some um, questions about his fitness after a bit of an injury against Iran, but still they've got so many players that are able in their 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 starters are better than our starters but their subs are better than our starters and so i'm i'm very nervous and i'm i'm curious about your thoughts about like if there should be any roster changes going forward for this game specifically
0: well that Zimmerman penalty does throw a wrench in uh, what we consider to be as fans locks in the and the lineup because Zimmerman was extremely poor against this Welsh team who you know England is a bit is, is there's no like controversy like England is going to be a whole lot of a hell better than than the Wales in the attack with all the talent they have and their ability to score goals clearly they score 6 against Iran so i mean after this performance from Walker Zimmerman i don't know if he, he merits a start Against this in this English team, you can't put the same back line and expect a different result here. You have got to try something else because clearly it didn't work. I mean, Wales Wales was able to get some pretty solid chances against, especially Walker Zimmerman. So CCV Cameron Carter-Vickers put him put him with Tim Murray because Tim Reen was clearly the highlight of. I mean, we all thought Tim Walker Zimmerman was going to be the highlight, and Tim Reen might be, might might have been the guy who. Had to have been catching up, but no, it was the other way around. So, CCV and Tim Reen, I think that's a no brainer now. Uh, I'm not sure, well, if Berhalter has any idea other ideas, but that's, I mean, that's what I would do. Well, the other ideas would be, uh, Aaron Long would be the <laughs> that's the other idea, and it's that not necessarily cool.
1: a correct idea. No, um, I I really love the CCV shout. I I think he's done very well with uh with Celtic this year and and I think he fully deserved his call up and maybe not necessarily deserved to start, but Zimmerman has shown that he doesn't either yeah so maybe if not the England game, you know maybe you give Zimmerman a second chance to to redeem himself mm-hmm. but have CCV waiting in the wings uh you know maybe as a, a substitute um and if nothing else, that Iran game. I think he, that I would love to see CCV and, and Ream. Um, yeah. I think another guy that needs to start against England um, is Aronson. I mean, he, he's been tearing it up um, in the Premier League. So do year. you do you sacrifice McKinney then, um, or Waya? I, I think I I don't know. That's the difficult part. I think personally, you just have to look at like. All of these guys are going to be good starting. All of these guys are going to be good coming off the bench, mm-hmm. and I think that there's an element of familiarity that Brendan Aronson has that maybe we put him and and Polisic on the wings uh, and bring in. Or we could a, take him from Musa. Could take him from and Musa. Then- Musa was not fantastic on no. the day, but he, I, I still have faith in Musa. Yeah, you know, he he wasn't as discouraging. As Zimmerman was you know that that I didn't watch anybody in the front line today and go you just lost your job sir like that that was everybody was pretty good to okay at the very worst right um I think the only one that you can really look at is maybe Sargent but that's not really his position so Hmm. not really applicable I guess um so I I mean I like way I think way is a great player um i I could realistically see him coming off the bench uh after Brendan Aronson has just dogged uh Harry Maguire uh <laughs> for so. for 60 minutes and yeah. uh and just hopping in and and way of scoring two goals. I would love that and i could I could maybe see it happening. Um, mm. so you know, I mean we've seen Pulisic is a great player starting for the US, but we've also seen him come off the bench for Chelsea, and he's been great there. So it's not necessarily a does he deserve to be on the bench? No. It's more I could see a change going forward um that would suit a different approach. Uh and I think that that approach would be giving a guy who's played in the Premier League for what 4 months now and has done he's shown that he's he's capable. You know, there were questions when he signed, but there's no questions anymore. Mm-hmm. He's capable. Um and so I think having him, having Polisic, uh, and having Adams in that midfield and, and forward uh six is a really, really valuable asset. Um and I I, I think that, you know, Gio Reyna obviously also has to come off the bench. That's a no brainer. He didn't in this game. He needs to in the yep, next one. Definitely. That's that is a absolute non-debatable thing in my book. It just...
0: I don't get it. I just don't get it. Um, did, yeah, did Burhalter think that, okay, so Wales is a very physical team. We need to do the same exact thing that they're doing? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to question that decision no matter what, but whatever. I just... This result and England's result complicates things for the U.S. Um, it's... Now makes it difficult to get out of this group. I mean, it's always going to be difficult, but it makes it extremely more now uh, that you didn't get a great result against Wales because England are clearing up by far the favorites and if maybe even a favorite to win this World Cup it's uh it's a little scary, you know, it's a little scary well, because I hope we can be scared for at least
1: three more games. yeah, that'd be that'd be very nice. Um, yeah, we have the talent. Mm -hmm. It's, it's an interesting dichotomy that we, you know, on one hand, um, you know, England is, is making us really scared to play them on, on Friday. But on the other hand, like there, there were positives from the game. There absolutely were positives. And if we can keep that momentum that we had in the first half and not the second half, Mm -hmm. I think we're good enough to get a draw against England or, a win against iran and now suddenly five points that's not that bad hmm. i i really don't think that that's too terrible and nothing to to um shake your fist at so um there's there is hope yep that was not there previously um and so i think that in that respect
0: it's not a completely uh, it's not a complete loss nope so, I mean, we didn't lose. We got a point. No, exactly, exactly. So, I mean, we're happy about that, and you know, we we got to come out and we got to show up against this England this England team. They've got all kinds of all kinds of talent around every aspect of this pitch, excluding Harry Maguire. <laughs> Just kidding. He, he looked good on the no, day. He, he, he looked really good. Every that's... time he puts on an England shirt, he's like really good. But every mm-hmm. time he puts on the red and the and the gold for and the I don't know red and gold, red and white, right? Whatever. They have some gold, I guess.
1: There's some gold. I was thinking that, about that the That third jersey, that third jersey's pretty ugly. When they um, puts on
0: the booger green. <laughs> yeah. Is it gold or is it green? Is it green? I'm colorblind. I think it's green. Oh, you're colorblind? Yeah. We're just now knowing this? I didn't know that. Did you not know that? No. Well, I'm colorblind. So, yeah. Fascinating stuff. That, that's, I that did not. Big fan of the U.S., the red, white, and green. <laughs> Go team USA, baby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow, you're colorblind. I didn't know that. All right. It's green, by the way. Hmm. Their kits are green. Who's Man United's. Their third kit's funny. <laughs> okay. Oh, their third kit.
1: Okay. Yeah. I th- I thought you were saying like the home kit. I was like, okay, that's a good one. They're funny. Yeah, of course. The red devils, they were green. The, green. the green devils. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What were we talking story. about? I don't even remember. Harry Maguire and, and oh, yeah. his massive slab head that hit the crossbar um with a header yeah. early on in that game. They were yeah, they were just solid. They were really really good.
0: <laughs> yeah, USA, we have a I don't know, it's just gosh, darn it. We find ways to complicate things for ourselves. That's just how we we do things. That's Burhalter ball baby. Darn it. Because I man, I was so optimistic in the first half like, all right, let's put this thing away. Let's get 3 points in a World Cup match. But hey, you know what? We got a point. We've, every time we've drawn or won in the World Cup in the group stage in the first game, we've made it out of our group, so we have that streak to contend with, or not contend with, to hopefully extend. Maybe contend with. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, there's there's some, at least it's not all negative. (laughs) So, there's some stuff to look forward to. We just, we need to show up against England. And then hopefully win against Iran. I mean, you know, we got five points. and That's good to go. So let's let's uh, let's go USA. That uh, game's on Black Friday, 1 p.m. Please, please, we're hoping for a good result here. But we got some stuff to got some stuff to to complement. So that's good. All right. Thanks for uh, joining us today on this little little mini episode of Forner Football. We're going to do the same thing for the uh, England game as well. And then the Iran game as well, and then hopefully we do more games than that if we make the round 16. So uh, thank you. Follow us on Twitter at Corner Footy. and uh, follow the the Premier League uh, fantasy team or the fan or the create your own fantasy team on our on our in our league. Yeah. So thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.